Welcome to Season 19, Episode 6, Powered by Huddle Analysis, offering the largest data and video library of players, teams, and leagues worldwide, and Junior Prospect Hockey League, Western Canada's newest developmental stream for student-athletes looking to take their game and studies to the next level at JuniorProspectHockeyLeague.com. We're going to chat about the Tampa Lightning prospects, the ones that primarily are in the American Hockey League with their assistant general manager, Stacy Roost. Stacy, thanks for coming on the show again. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Always good to join the show. Well, we'll talk about a couple guys that are not in the American Hockey League first, uh, just because I want to get your impressions of them in camp, because I always like to hear how they performed in their first camp. You know, it's a bit of an eye-opener for some of the kids. I like talking to them after they came back from camp. And like, wow. Like it was really exciting, but I didn't ex- like I didn't expect it. You know, there are certain things they didn't expect. Talk about Ethan Goche's camp and you know how he went through that process and what what the organization gleaned from him and what he gleaned from you guys. Yeah, I, his camp is great. Um, we started with a solid solid prospect tournament. You know, played uh, played every every you know power play penalty killer even strength. Uh, went to main camp and and got into some scrimmages with with the you know all the all the big guys, the NHL guys, and 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 did great. You know, got into an exhibition game. Uh, you know, just his his compete level, his he, he was blocking shots, winning battles. He got better and better as the as the uh, as the game went on. And I just really really like his his compete, his quickness, his uh, his hockey sense. He was making plays at like I said at all three during training camp, prospect tournament, and in his exhibition game. So, you know, we were uh, probably expe- ex- you know exceeded our expectations. Uh, you know, with his with his play in camp, and we're really happy to have him. How about his physical maturity? How has his offseason gone? Where do you feel his growth rate is? Really big. Uh, you know, took big steps from from uh, you know development camp to, to to main camp, and then obviously once you get in there, like like Shane was saying, you don't know until you get to play against the big guys what it what it takes, and they all leave the camp going, okay, I got to go back and work on my game of you know you know winning battles and and my skating and my conditioning, but you know the the strength is the big thing. And next summer, obviously, after being to one NHL camp, you're your training changes because you know what, you know, you see the likes of Hedman and Sergachev and Tanner Janot and even Braden Point, who's, who's not the biggest guy, but he's one of our strongest all-around athletes. So, you know, you, you get to, to, to skate with those guys and it changes your mentality. Stacey, you mentioned uh, briefly about Ethan Goche's, you know, camp and the fact that, you know, he was competitive. Can you talk a little bit about as well the willingness of that player? Because it's something I noticed in the queue before in his draft year is that I thought he really made consistently good choices, not with, with or with the, the puck, but, you know, taking a hit to make a play, blocking a shot, you know, like going into hard areas with, you know, to draw defenders, those kind of things that there's going to be personal sacrifice and he's going to take a beating for it, but it's going to be the betterment of the team to do so. And not a lot of young players are necessarily willing to do that with any level of consistency. Yeah, you could see back to his exhibition game in the NHL. I mean, he he was blocking shots, jumping in front of shots, and then right off the right off the hop of you know big time NHL shooters. So he got comfortable with that. But yeah, no, he's a, he's the compete. It's just you know he's got one speed, and that when that competes in you, and you and every time you go on the ice, whether it's for a practice or for a game or or a, a pregame skate, you're 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 driving the play and you're you're competing, and you know, that's what we love about him. I'd also when like you look that, at his net front play. There, Sorry, Ed. Sorry, I just want to jump in and ask uh, quickly. Is just uh, just about his skill set because what well, he's not the biggest kid, but he he's a workhorse down low. Uh, how how important is it for you to to teach him 
uh, how to adapt to leverages against larger defensemen and, and find his time and space because the Q level is already there. But now, as you said, first camp, how did you, how did you feel that uh, he approached that? And are you confident that he can extend that skill set to the pro hockey once he hits it? Yeah, it was funny. It was one of the things that he got better and better at at camp and and uh, you know practicing with the pros was was that you know you know he had he has the sense, he has the skill, he has the smarts, he has to compete. And now it's just a little uh, you know the little little nuances of, of of how to where to put the puck and watching point and watching Kucherov and 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 guys like that and working with our our staff. You know that's a big thing for him. Now he's he's doing it well in the Quebec League. Continue to do do it better and better. And then you know in the summertime and and when we're working with him just to keep. Uh, you know, keep improving that that mindset and that skill. But I think he's got the he's got all the tools to be really dominant in that uh, that area of puck protect and making plays in small areas. And you know, he's going to get better and better at it. Stacy, I'd like to ask you about Isaac Howard. Uh, lots of personality, lots of confidence, uh, which I appreciate in a in a player. I have no problem with a player having ego. Uh, most of the really you know excellent players in any league in any sport you know have ego to spare. Talk a little bit about. His change, you know, leaving Minnesota Duluth, going to Michigan State University. I know because obviously with the portal, there is some flexibility in terms of if you think you need to move on to a different school as a player, how that transition went for him and the discussions you guys had with him about next steps, you know, jumping into a new university and maybe taking on a much bigger role. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been good for him so far. You know, last year, he could go through the season, you watch him play, you support him, you talk to him. At the end of the year, he decides to make a change, and and we support him, and and then off he goes to his new school with his old coach that he had a couple of years ago, and it's 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 worked out well for him. I mean, he's off to a good start. Uh, seen him play play out there in Boston a couple of weeks ago, and, and you know he looks quick. He's 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 fast. He's smart. He competes. So, um, you know he looks he looks looks comfortable in the program, and and uh, you know he's he's having a good season. He's he's got his he looks like he's got his swagger and his confidence back. So it's been uh, been a good start. So, so I remember when uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand was was drafted by Columbus. And I watched some of his development. And the big thing with him was he needed to be, get a bit quicker, but he needed a lot of um, work on his board play and just fighting through checks. I felt like Isaac was a little lost last year with that. Where where do you feel that he is developmentally with just getting comfortable with physical contact and still being able to make plays through it along the walls? Yeah, I mean, I I, I agree with that. I think, you know, looking at that, that level, when you play, he was an 0-4 going in as a freshman that's that's not an easy you're playing against older the level of play is is and the strength of the guys and maturity is it's a it's a harder harder than you think no matter what if you're drafting the first round second round if you're if you're a younger player playing against you know guys that are four five six years older than you which some of them were it's still it's still a you know a tough tough task to win those battles and we always say get in the battles and win more than you lose you know the good players they do that they don't win 100 percent of their battles and he's improving at that he knows it's that's a big part of his game is to get that puck along the wall and to win those, you know, use that leverage much like we just talked about coach, you know, to win that, that, that battle. And I think he's getting better at it for, you know, definitely got gotten better. He's getting better at it. And, you know, he's producing points from it. Stacy, can you talk a little bit about his off puck game? And one of the things that, you know, we had a discussion with him at the draft is he's starting to, he said, you know, I'm starting to realize that, you know, when I'm pressuring back really hard, there's like, far more offensive opportunities coming back to me. Even if I don't get the puck, I'm forcing that. And that puck is going in transition. And that's what I love. That's where my game is. If I can get back with the puck going the other direction, are you starting to see that more and more where he's a bit of a dog 
trying to be a dog on the bone in, in terms of trying to get that puck back and try to force plays so he can transition back into offense. Yeah, for sure. I think he's, he's, he's learned that and he's learning that and he, and they're, I'm sure they're, they're, you know, they're coaching him. You know, th- that's the type, type of play. Like you said, if you're the quicker you can get back nowadays with the, how good the, every defenseman skates, they gap up, they pressure, they defend forward a lot. If you're not back in the play, supporting the puck coming underneath, basically creating your own gap, you know, defensively before you can go offense. It's, it's tough to just, you know, get the puck and skate around guys. But at a young age, when you're, when you're able to do that and you, and you have success with it, now you have to change your mindset and get, get on the plan and get on the system. And I think he's, you know, he's adjusting fine and, and uh, you're seeing more and more of it. And you got to remember, he's still only an old four. He's a younger player, you know, in his second year of school and he's, uh, he's putting up some points and, and uh, in a good program. So we're happy. Happy to see that he's, you know, scoring some goals because that's something that, he builds a lot of confidence on like he obviously likes to make plays, but you know, he excels at trying to score goals. That's when he, I think he feels he's at his best. For sure. I mean, he's, he's, he's one of those players that he loves to score. And when he, you know, gets that puck and he likes to get it going towards the net and makes plays, but you know, I mean, everybody, every player likes to, likes to score goals. Some it affects more than others when they don't score, but uh, yeah, we're happy with, with the, with where he's trending and his, his effort and his attitude have been great. So he's, uh, he's doing well. We're going to take a short break on Hockey Prospect Radio. We come back. We'll continue to talk about the Tampa Bay Lightning prospects with their assistant general manager, Stacey Roost, right after these important messages.